Hey there, welcome to this podcast, Fun and Away Together. My name is Liz Waweru, a getaway planner at my company, Exclusive Echo Travels, where for 10 plus years, we have organized getaways that help travelers reconnect, recharge, and revitalize. Travel is a fun way to reconnect with your partner away from the usual hassles of life. Because seriously, if you can't have fun with your spouse, then who else? Being a wife and mom, I can tell you that alone time with your spouse is worth carving out. Please note, I share pointers by couples who have been generous in sharing what has worked in their own marriages during couples getaways that I have organized in the past. I am so grateful for the willingness and the openness of these couples. I also talk to people who share their own journey in marriage as well as professionals in the relationship space. Okay, let's dive into it. Episode 89, where today we wrap up this very, very enlightening conversation that we've been having in the last few sessions with Dr. Lucy Muturi on how a couple's relationship with each other affects their children, both when they are younger and into their adult life. Welcome. If the two of you are okay, you play off each other's strength. Yeah. Very, very energy. well. That, you support each other also as parents. Yeah. I can listen as to a story as a woman that one of my children has told me, go share it with my husband, he could show me a totally different angle to it. Mm. Which will then reach out and I go back to my child and say, hey, what's going on? Our child is talking to us, we can go and brainstorm about. So, what was that? And not taking sides. You know, kids also start learning about when yes. I want this, I go to this exactly. one. When I want this, I go to this one. Because otherwise, who you are Takata, if I ask them, so I'll go and ask this one. And anyway, since in some households, by the way, it's a cold war, you know they're never going to discuss it among themselves. So you like clubbing. And your mother has nothing against you clubbing, but your dad does. Ah, go. Last one, maybe, or one of the other things I've just remembered. That also comes to a parenting thing. Um, and the relationship between the parents. I'm going to encourage you, please, more than anything else. Being really intentional about your relationship to the extent mm-hmm. that before you think of your children, you think of your spouse. If you can first think of your spouse, you'll always be thinking positive about your children. Because that love is what sustains them. And maybe how, how I'm going to do this up is like, do you even play with your spouse? Like, do your children see you laughing together, enjoying each other's company? Because then has a child learned that I can be enjoyed. Like, there's a possibility of being a company space whereby it's just laughter and mm. enjoyment. Mm. But if they've never seen it with you, first of all, you're also not passing it on to them because also you just don't quite need to know how to do relationship, I don't know. That's true. You know? Yeah. Now again, Identity, identity, identity. How to love these kids and let them know they're loved unconditionally. Mm. And by both parents, not either one. 
so that they have a safe place to come. Because you know part of this lack of safety is also you have certain strengths where your husband has certain strengths. Mm. If you guys are always at loggerheads or mutually separated, I'm in a situation where I need that person's strength. But I live with you, my mother. And if I start now talking to dad, who actually has what I need easily, yeah. it will be hell to pay with my mom. Shouldn't be honest. No, I should, able, I should be able to go either way. Yeah. But I can't now because of whatever issues you're all having. And I'm not saying people's issues are not genuine. Eh? Mm. I'm just saying we need to think about what you're doing. And sometimes I take it all the way back and I say, I wish people had more self-awareness when they were getting married. Just Dancing. know who you yeah, are. So Where are you coming from? Because you know, you weren't born the way you are. How life you see experiences the world? that have shaped you. But do you know what those oh. life experiences are? Do you know how you look at the world, how mm. you look at yourself? Because honestly, sometimes, the reasons we give, Oh, what was I going to say? The reason we behave the way we do it, as you are saying, it's experience. And because we are not aware of what those experiences are, we are basically being pulled up and down by unconscious forces. Or forces that you're not aware of. They're there. It's kind of like the sun. We know we can we know it's there. The light is there. Whether we choose to ignore it, but yeah, we can. We are cognizant of seeing it and we know it. But there's, like you're saying, there's certain experiences that are just there, the effects are there, but we've just never come to understand or come to terms with it. So are you saying people need therapy, generally, as individuals? And not to say that I have an issue with myself, they're just, because like sometimes the way you're saying, I, I need to understand myself, because then my question would be, how do I come to know myself? Because I need to relate with my spouse in a certain way before I even, like you're saying, about your spouse before you think about your children but each of these spouses is an individual how do you encourage people to find themselves or know themselves so to speak therapy is not the only option mm -hmm. it is an option it is an option, option. but what are the options i'm just curious silence ah. oh. silence in the sound please <laughs> not in today's society please explain <laughs> intentional silence mm. to reflect about it better this it can be so simple just even at the end of the day, spend 15 minutes reflecting about your day. I was with my boss. I felt this way. I felt this way. What was that about? Let us say, for example, your supervisor comes and corrects you about something and you have a sense mm. of irritation mm. in you. But actually what they're correcting you about was justified. So why are you feeling irritated? Those emotions. Yeah. yeah. That and is comfort. Yeah. And be like, okay, I've noted it. And maybe because you're having those moments of silence at the end of every day or every few days, you start noticing patterns of your own behavior. And as you start noticing patterns in your behavior, you start asking yourself, but why? Why does that make me happy? Why does that irritate me? Why does that make me angry? Why does that make me sad? Mm. When I behaved this way and said that, what was I trying to gain from it? I put down someone. I'm feeling so small that I have to keep putting down other people. I'm so super critical about everything. When I have decided the world is perfect, but why did I even get that idea that the world is perfect? Because realistically speaking, maybe it isn't. That's how you start getting to mm. silence. Wow. Okay. Silence. Because if you don't have 
decided to reflect about what am I doing? Or what have I done? How have I responded? What are those thoughts which just keep running through my mind when certain things happened? And then I'm just in silence. What are those continuous thoughts that keep coming? That's how you start getting to know yourself. Because you're getting to know yourself around friends, you're getting to know yourself as you behave around your family, your spouse, workmates, supervisor. And you start being like, huh. Maybe other Even subordinates, maybe yeah, who can come and say, I have this challenge working with you. And you go like, oh, you do? <laughs> I thought I was a good boss, you know. I thought I was doing well. So silence is one. Uh, the other one is, uh, if you have really good friends, it's never a bad idea to ask them for feedback about, so what you say about me. Mm. But if you ask for that feedback, you better be ready for absolutely anything and everything. And pray for the prayer of courage. I always tell people, pray for the courage to face what it is that you're going to be told. Because it could be good, but man, mm. we are not all good and we are not all bad. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, mm. it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So ask friends. Ask the people you trust. You know, if you have a mentor and you can trust them, just be like, give me some feedback about me. You know, because I'm trying to understand certain things. Um, therapy, as you say, is also another form that you can do this. Um, just talk out to someone and see where they come in mm. and what they can contribute to that discussion of, of you know, who am I, what mm. am I about. If you're a praying person, also prayer can bring a lot of things up, <laughs> you know. Just praying about what am I doing and how am I doing it, you know, asking God for that, like, yeah. if you're a praying person. So yeah, wow. those are some of the avenues you can take. Wow. Mm. I feel like I've learned so much from you, Lucy. I'm just amazed and I think for me the one thing that has struck me as you have spoken is think first about your spouse automatically the children will get into the picture because the love that you two are experiencing the friendship the, the good vibes basically will spill over into the others you don't then realize because you just find yourself if you're having a good time i guess with your wife or spouse you just end up saying hey, even even the kids eh? we need to also take out the kids it's not always about us having fun hey, then let's take out the kids you know so you realize even those things you're saying time it's not a forced thing i think it comes very naturally because this all sounds like it sounds like work when people are saying we don't have time we need to work we need to have a salary and i'm thinking okay that's true but women find time to go and have their nails done <laughs> and their hair done and for a massage and the men have time for their beers or a golf game or some, you know, just, so if we are finding times for all these other things, and by the way, I think also sometimes people complicate it, even dropping your child to school this time. <laughs> you could opt to pay for transport, you could drop them, that's time, you know, like I think you just have to just look for the situations where you're saying, I mean, where possible again, I'm not no, saying. I, 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 am, I, I was just thinking, it's not just about time, it's about you being present, present to the in that time. Because, you know, yeah. you could be driving them to school, but the radio is on. So you're not really present. Because you're like, Shh, I'm listening to news. Very just true. so that I'm up to date as to what's going on in the world. breakfast is a passing motion in the house. People are walking with cereal, looking for shoes, looking for school yeah. bags, looking for... But so you're yeah, but in the car and be silent. And, you know, you're present to each other, you know. So what are you looking forward to today? Mm -hmm. Which teacher are you going to be with? You know, da-da-da-da. They can also ask you, then you're present to them. They're just not in the same space. And I think that's something we all sometimes forget because we keep talking about quality time or, or quantity time. Mm. Actually, is it, quality it's a quantity, quantity over quality. It's quantity over quantity. Like, mm. 
you know you can spend as if covid people spend a lot of time exactly. together look how that but ended. at the end of the day people are just like look how that ended. i need to get out of this place because <laughs> this is not good for me yeah so it's not necessarily just quantity am i present mm. in this moment because you know it could be those 10 minutes but you're so present in those 10 minutes i mean I had to ask one of my clients to share this story because it happened once and I was just um, someone just walked into my office. I was rushing out for a meeting, but I could tell on their face this one needs at least a minute or two, something mm. has happened. Mm. So put down my bag. They start talking. As they're talking about like mm, TikTok hey, time. We are not going anywhere. So you know that one where by the way you just you switch off as in all the other engagements you have mm. and you just know that they're here until this is that, mm. right? Do you know that person just talked and talked and talked and talked? I actually didn't say much apart from I understand giving them empathy and literally because I now put everything else aside in the sense of thinking about which route am I going to, how do I make it to the meeting, am I going to make it to the meeting, I'm here now with 100%. Do you know at the end of however long that took, this person looks at me and tells me, Thank you so much for listening. And she was like, you know, I, I don't really quite believe in God, but today I had a sense of God's love because you just listened to me. By the way, didn't sort out anything. Kira was happy, but she was listened to and she was okay with that. And even for me, as, as to where I'm coming from as a therapist, mm. it was so powerful to realize how much presence is so important to someone. Because as I said, we didn't fix anything at all. At all, situation hadn't changed. Mm. What had changed was she was hurt. I was no, leaving I was for the day. I mean, out. I have my handbag. I have my lunch bag. There was no doubt where I was going. Mm. Out of my office, gone. She knew, and she understood, and that's all she needed. And so as I said, even as a therapist, it struck me so much, I had to ask them, can I share this story with other people? Because I don't think we really get to appreciate that. Presence, being heard, seen, understood, affirmed. You're here. You care enough to stop for the five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, and just be present. With no judgment, no quick fixes. But you know, maybe you should have done this, maybe you should have done that. <laughs> You're just listening to understand and to give you a space to hear yourself and what this situation that has happened, what it means to you, what it's doing to you. So, yes. Wow, sounds like a prayer someone to have but at the beginning of, you know, they start your day and, you know, you're praying for the day and just also asking for that, um, like, may I have the time? And may I have the presence of mind when somebody is talking to me? Because I think we are always, you know, it's a schedule. I wake up, there's breakfast, and then there's breakfast, and then food, and then there, and then there's a meeting, and then after that, you know, it's puff, 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 puff. So when somebody comes in, rather than being annoyed, especially children, because children have that knack. Oh, yeah. Literally, of one foot out the door, dad, mom, and like, not now, no, not now, you know. And it's that's just the norm. It's like that's those are the times they choose, and we don't know or never know what it is that 
that just two minutes, three minutes, five minutes of you saying, listening, giving attention, presence of mind. No, just you don't know. But maybe I think that's a prayer for me, even from just listening to you, in the sense that may I have that for my own life, you know? Because, like you're saying, in this world, we're losing connection. And we seem to think we connect when we send text messages to each other, WhatsApp messages to each other. Oh, I had your your dad passed on. I, I sent you a message of condolence. I even send you a picture, a nice picture with a teddy bear and a flower, you know, just to show my emotions are warm towards you. But then it ends there, and I feel like I connected with you, you know. But it's coming down to are we giving people time and presence? Wow. And as you said, it's sometimes easier to give materially than to be present to someone's pain, to someone's confusion, to someone's uncertainty, especially when you feel like, I can't have a solution. And I keep telling people, even for me as a psychologist, I still struggle with that discomfort of, who should I be sending for a solution? I keep reminding myself, no, 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 someone's being present. The two of us, and mostly you, the client, will figure out your solution, but first, you need to be heard and you yeah. need that space where you can be heard. In fact, when I'm talking about this whole thing about money versus listening, I remember someone once giving me a story that broke my heart. Um, apparently, some, uh, someone in the 30s was going through something, kept calling their friends, trying to get help. No one is picking up the calls. Or when someone hears, they, you know, you don't act. You don't, and someone is telling you, I need to see you. You know, can we have coffee together? Can I take you for lunch? But they really needed to talk. No one was available. Person died. Unfortunately, through suicide. And all of a sudden, everyone who had been called was there offering money, making plans for the funeral. And you're thinking, where were you when they just needed someone to listen to them, to have a sense of belonging? Again, seeing, had understood. Where were you? So again, I think, as you saying, with, uh, as I was saying with the parents, people are so focused on their careers and getting money. Sometimes the marital, I mean, their marital relationship is suffering, but so are the kids, because people are just not around. And wow. we could talk about this forever. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you. I always, I feel like I'm usually the biggest um, beneficiary from these conversations, because as I listen, I am also learning. And I am so grateful for your time, so grateful for your insights, so grateful for the way you're sharing your experiences so openly and candidly. You know, the people who choose to say, you know, this is my line of work, this is what I do, and I will, that's a chapter of my life that no one else needs to really have an idea. You know, then we can see from a distance, so and so is a psychologist, but we don't really know what this psychologist story is all about. So thank you, and thank you for what you do for these young people and all these other people, because it sounds like there's quite a bit when they just come and dump, you know, all these issues and, you know, just also leaning, having a shoulder to lean on and a listening ear. It also sounds like quite a bit of you is engrossed in your client's life. So also continue to do that. I don't believe it's work that you do for pay. I honestly believe it's what you do from a genuine want and a calling. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like something you do for money. That I I don't think you you can be paid enough money to deal with those kind of issues that you're dealing with or to listen to those people and for all those times that hours that they talk to you. So even you wow, we thank God that you responded to the call. And yeah, and just you 
like you mentioned on sabbatical, I pray that yeah, the rest of the sabbatical goes well, as you also, that's also a phase in your professional life as well. So I pray that also goes well, and just everything else for you goes well. I'm so grateful. I don't even know how much more to say, to just embody my gratitude, but I am so, so, so grateful. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. I mean, I'm always, um, you know, I've been listening to some of your other episodes, and I was just like, man, it's so good that there are people who are out there trying to bring out the message that, you know, marriage is important. Um, and, I mean, we can work at getting good, happy marriages. It's not a myth. It's not just, I don't know, even Hollywood doesn't paint very good, happy marriages because they end before they even really begin working at it for crying out loud. But it's possible. It's possible. You know, and I mean, even with your, the activities that you run, which I get crushed on when I can. You're Karaoke <laughs> is coming up, by the way. Uh-huh. You're very welcome to attend. <laughs> to come up to here, as, you, as you've had. It's okay. Singing in church sometimes becomes a no, problem. No, 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 so no, no, we no. are. <clears throat> come as you are. We offer safe spaces. Very safe space. Whatever has happened to the rest of that Very day. safe okay. space to croak. So long so. as uh, we see the words and we hear you saying the words, that's it. That's it. Your voice in the nut is okay. So thank you also for what you're doing and oh, the optimism yeah. you came out, out there of, you know what, let's create this time and let's do something that helps. I mean, each of us has something to contribute to the society and making it into a better place, you know, and having a space where people can maybe share some stories, some insights. Um, hopefully, hopefully we get to the better place because, um, yeah. Can be done. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Done. I'm hopeful. And you're part of it. You see, you came today. So you see, everyone is contributing, yourself included. So it's possible. And, you know, you do your bit. And I'm so grateful for the encouragement. So please come again. And please come in, please keep coming for those getaways. People, couples need to hear you. I always say that. We, we, we sit in this bubble that we just have our relationship between the two of us. And, you know, it's just the but we have no clue what's happening here and especially projected two three four five ten fifteen years ahead you're the one who's seeing that issue now 15 years ahead of time after those issues or even we just don't see we can't perceive you know they say hindsight is what 2020 vision oh yes it is <laughs> so now you are just bridging that gap like you're telling people you know what i can i can bridge the gap for you all those years you you're not sure about i am the future i am seeing those issues 20 years that if you don't want to walk down that journey of 20 years from now these are the things you could do now to avoid the stories that i am having to listen to with the young people and it will become a stress factor for you as a parent so why why do you want to go down that road why Somewhere in the Bible it says many people die for lack of knowledge. Yes. I would love to say I know what verse and chapter is that. But I just don't know the chapter and the verse, but it says, Hosea, my people perish for lack of knowledge. 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 Okay, (laughs) and that's where we're coming from there. So so thank you. Thanks, Lucy. All right, thanks. Wow. That's all for today. I really hope you have been enriched as I have with this conversation with Dr. Lucy Moturi. And I look forward to having you here back next week on Monday for some more great insights onto how couples' relationships with each other can affect not just themselves, but others around them. Please subscribe if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast and share this with someone else who you think could benefit as well. I also invite you to like and follow 
our Facebook page, Instagram page, Fun and Away Together. And even now, TikTok, Fun and Away Together. In all things as a couple, remember, whatever you do together, keep it fun.